Hey, thanks for listening to Pronouncing English with Pam. You've got me. It's Pam. It's great to see you again. I know that's a joke. I can't see you, but let's pretend. Today we're talking about one of my favorite subjects to teach, and that's how to pronounce your words in a normal, everyday, natural way. Today, and all the time, I'm talking about American English pronunciation. As you can probably hear, I am an American English speaker, so you are getting it straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> That's a funny saying, and I have to say, it doesn't make me feel very attractive. <laughs> We want the person listening to us to hear our words, but not every single word. We make some words bigger, and to make these words heard, we have to make some words smaller to signal that they're not the important part of our message. Just like in this really fun jazz music where there are certain highs and lows. Today we're going to talk about the word for, F O R. If you go back to episode 5 and even episode 22, I talk about how to reduce the small word or in conversations. So today we're just putting an F in front of these words and we're talking about the word for. Let's practice with a couple expressions along the way and also really dive deep into some words and how we use stress and melody with words that begin with F O R. When we say this word in the fullest, I start with my lips really round because I'm saying for. So I go from the F to the O sound for o and then I give it the er for. But when I reduce this word, I take that o. I don't round my lips and I just say fur. Thanks for a great night. I'd like to buy this. It's for a friend. There are many uses for the word for. Go to your favorite dictionary and read about this mighty word. It's a preposition, maybe meaning if you're going toward a place, like he just left for the office. You could even refer to something or somebody sent to a person. Are there any letters for me? You can refer to time or duration to say how long something lasts. I might say, I've been trying to sell my house for three months. So I'm stressing three or months and not the word for. So I reduce it to fur. I stress the big words, the nouns and the verbs. I'm trying to sell my house for three months. In school, I studied astronomy for four years. So you hear me say for four years. F O U R, the number, we do not reduce it. So even though 
F-O-R, four, in the full list, and F-O-U-R, the number four, are spelled differently and pronounced the same way in the full list. The number is important, so we will not ever reduce that word, but we do reduce this short little one when we're talking. In, in school, I studied astronomy for four years. For how long? In conversation, when we want to explain ourselves further, we may say, for example, for example, and you can reduce that for, for example, there are many things wrong with this project. For example, you didn't spend enough time on the foundation. So you hear fur because I am stressing example. That's the word I want you to hear. For example, you can also exchange that saying by saying, for instance, and here again, you're stressing instance. It's the same as saying, for example, another expression that just draws attention to another example. For instance, you hear the fur? For instance, another way to connect thoughts. Both of these expressions are used to explain or confirm a general statement or opinion. And you can reduce the word for to fur. For example, for instance, hey, speaking of opinions, another saying is for what it's worth. That means when you're about to give an opinion, whether the listener wants to hear it or not, or whether you think it's important or not. For what it's worth, you're saying, I'm not sure this is going to be helpful. I might say, for what it's worth, I don't think John meant to insult you. So for what it's worth, I'm stressing what and worth. For what it's worth, I don't think John meant to insult you. You hear those big words being stressed, the ones that have more meaning. Here's a word for in the beginning, for what it's worth. So you can reduce the word for in the beginning. You can also use the word for at the end of a sentence. And if you do, I believe it should get the full pronunciation. Typically, if you're asking a question like, what are you looking for? You would say, for. What are you looking for? Or when showing someone who receives something, you might say, hey, that's the lady that I made this for. So there you could put for at the end, but don't ever reduce it. So far, I've just been talking about using the word for in sentences, and our rhythm when speaking in conversation. Let's really look at words and the rhythm of just single words. When they're starting F-O-R with the spelling, if it's a one-syllable word, we stress the whole word, especially when we're talking about a noun and a verb or an adjective, or an adverb, a, a word that has meaning. 
So if it's spelled F-O-R and then some other letters, like in the word force, we are saying or, force. Try repeating these after me. How about what we eat with? A fork. Something that has a shape or a form. Form. Now, two-syllable words, if we're stressing the first syllable, we are still going to say for. Repeat these words after me and look them up if you have to. Forehead. Foreign. You hear the or. Make sure your lips are round in the beginning. Forest. Former. Formal. Forward. I found just a few words that are not stressed on the first syllable. So now when it starts with F-O-R, and, but we're not stressing that syllable, we're going to say fur. We're going to reduce it and not get that rounded O. Forgive. Forgive me. Forget. What did you forget? Forgot. I forgot my books. Let's look at the word information. That's four syllables long. Information. And it's spelled I-N-F-O-R. Information. But we don't say that. We say infer because we're stressing may. Information. So if you want, go to my favorite website for listening to other people, and that's youglish.com. It's Y-O-U-G-L-I-S-H.com, and put in the word for, F-O-R. Make sure you're listening to the U.S. pronunciation, because there's a choice there, And you'll hear some people say for, some people say fur. The majority of people reduce it, but you can see the sentences while they're speaking and you can tell maybe why they stress that word and why they didn't. So enjoy, and I hope you enjoyed this. It was great talking to you, and I'll see you next week. Here comes the word for. Bye for now.